Okay, welcome to another trade cast. This is going to come out a little bit uh, sooner. This is sad to announce. Our good friend Jeremy Hewitt is uh, leaving the state and will no longer be on the trade cast. Maybe we can get you in remotely somehow if I get my shit together. Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. Skype call we can or barely get together in person. I know. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should just all do it remote if that's how. Yeah, it's there going. you go. That's <laughs> a possibility. We'll see. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. Jeremy, congratulations! You won the Euro bet. Thank uh, you. Jess took a close second, which won him oh, nothing. So close, <laughs> so close, so close. Damon took a close, closer third. Now <laughs> is way the fuck off. I had no idea what I was doing. Had to just break like the one ten area a little bit. And yeah, never did. Still so. hasn't broke a dollar four. Well, could be. You could have to. You could need uh, like Greece to leave the EU before something. There's like that. There's only one yeah, Trump yeah. tweet away <laughs> from that happening. Italy. Don't worry. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to do some recaps. So uh, I guess I'll get into it with what I've been doing. So I actually started trading. It only took a year of doing these podcasts. Awesome. Almost a year. But I started trading. Um, first thing I did was I started, uh, I joined um, the options gr- the options gang. So you can fo- follow Carl on Twitter. He's at the civil right. And uh, the first option trade I did, I wasn't actually in the gang. It was a trade from the gang, and I didn't really understand the context. And once I joined, it made sense, and I probably wouldn't have lost so much money. But I don't. I am much like Jeremy in the sense that, like the paper trading thing, I just wasn't that excited about it. And I remember when you first, we were sitting in Jess's house, and you were like, uh, "There's money to be made," and you're all like fired up and everything else like that. And then you started you 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 dumped apiary, and you just started doing. Uh, we just start doing forex, right? Which you don't even do now, which we'll get into. Um, so then, what I did was I had this feeling that Fitbit was going to do well and was going to have some good Q2 earnings announcement, and it wasn't the case. Fitbit did not do well; it it tanked even more, and so uh, I bought it at four forty a share, then went down to like two dollars and eighty cents a share. But now it's slowly up. It's almost back to four. Ooh, so I've just been holding on to it. Yeah. What's, what's your plan? My plan is to uh, hold on to it until I make my money back, and then so sell you're gonna it sell all. it when you're even. Uh, so like four forty one, you're gonna get out. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I'm just gonna hold on to it. Well, what I'm saying is you should have a plan. Yeah, you have to have an exit <laughs> strategy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The plan is to probably just break even or make a little bit of money on it, and yeah. then get out, and then just stick with options trading. So when it goes to even, what are you gonna do? Sell it. All of it. For the most part, yeah. Okay, that's not I'm all. I'm trying of it. to get a plan, a, a, like a real, like what's your? Plan? Well, pretty much. Yeah, yeah um, you're absolutely right, though. <laughs> I mean, if it's trending in the right way, like if it's if it's still trending, I'll let it probably sit. What does I, that mean? Um, basically, I think if it's going up, I'll wait till the market closes and then probably sell it. it depends on how busy I am, but that's typically been my move: is waiting till the end of the day. Um, just because there's not huge swings unless it's like something that um, I don't know. I'd, S&P I'd went up 10 points in 10 minutes two days ago. Uh, did it? In the last 10 minutes of the day. So, so I don't know. Do you do you have alarms or alerts set in case you're not in front of the chart and you do ha- maybe there is a no. spike and you hit break even are you going to be are you going to know about that or are you so robin hood actually gives me alerts okay. like with like when it, w- everything that i have going it will say oh all time 52 week low for fitbit okay. i was like okay. awesome so you'll know if there is a a massive pump for whatever reason. yeah so yeah you can get out and not 
be stuck again for another three, four weeks with it. No, yeah, I probably no, yeah, I I'll probably. I think you can set alerts on even the free trading view. Probably one alert. You get one alert for the free trading. Yeah. So you could just set Fitbit when it crosses like four thirty-five, going up. Then you'll get an alert, and then you'll know that here we go. I gotta get ready to sell. I look at it. I actually look at it more than I thought I would, but yeah, I think sometimes it's a little bit of a problem. Like I had a. so I, I I had a a call or I actually had a put on um, Snapchat, and it was going up and down, and I decided to sell it and I took some gains, and if I would have waited, I probably made a lot more money. So I think sometimes I I'd rather it's easier for me to just set a time like okay I'll just do it at the end of the market and set it to sell first thing the next day, um, and that's typically worked out well for me with a lot of uh, the options gains that I've made. Um, so after Fitbit, I, I joined options gang and I made pretty good money on uh put on a pot stock with CGC, the canopy one. And I ended up making like, I think the, the one option, the put option, I, it was like 241 to get into it. And I ended up making on top of the 241, like an extra 248. So nice. it was a pretty good return. Yeah. So I'm up and then I've made, um, I had Tilray. It was a call and. I think I made like 16 bucks on it, but it was still a gain. So they're not all big winners, but um, I think gains are all gains are gains. Like there's no such thing as a bad gain. Wh- so how, why are you making these gains? Like wh- wh- why do you think these are happening? So right now, I mean, so um, with like, as I'm learning, like Carl and the options gang will give you some plays and he sends you the charts and a target that he thinks he it's going to be at. So I usually play those, and um, it's just been kind of working out. How's he I'm determining his uh, plays? He right, does yeah. he? He pretty much pays attention to a few stocks. Um, and actually, I asked him a bunch of questions yesterday, knowing that we we're going to do this. So he initially learned how to, because I asked him even how he start, how he learned his charting method, and he said just he started out on baby pips, mm-hmm. and then just through YouTube. Um, but he said. Uh, let's see. He's pl- he consistently plays uh, fifteen stocks, but five to seven r- max. Fifteen stocks, maybe five to seven, and then he's really what he'll do is he takes the man. I thought I actually had that. Um, That's a lot of stocks to cover. Saved, yeah. But what? So mainly, what he'll do is he'll take like the where he thinks the the where he sees resistance historically in the stocks yeah and they usually makes plays off of those um i had it i thought i actually had all the chats saved um but because i'm such a shitty podcast host uh it turns out that i don't it's all in the telegram chat but so he'll just look for indicators based on historical values of where the resistance is okay yeah and then he he tries to forecast from there um but I sent, I mean, we've looked at his charts together because I'm still trying to understand charts. And so uh, he'll do, what did you say that was interesting he did? He did 90 instead of 100, but it's usually like a 30-minute chart is what he looks is looking at. I don't really remember, sorry. Oh. Well, I sent it to Jeremy, too, hoping he would look at it so he could give I me I remember insight. talking to you about it, but I don't remember exactly yeah. what was so special that you were talking about. Sorry. No, you <laughs> said something was normally people... You Just see it run at a hundred, yeah. Well, no. It was oh, a, the moving average. He yeah. Did oh, like moving one, he did it. Oh, okay. He he did it like one hundred five or something. No, it was ninety. Or ninety, yeah. Yeah, so that was different. Um, 
but I don't know, Carl's he's been pretty he's pretty accurate with stuff. I mean, sometimes we miss and it's it's actually been really interesting to see when I have skin in the game when Donald Trump tweets why so many people get pissed off because it really does fuck with the market quite a bit and mm-hmm. it's um I had stuff everything going in one direction and then he started talking about the China tariffs and I had I just put in a trade another trade on US steel which is the one that I did so shitty on the first time not knowing what I was doing um so I Let's just be honest you still don't know what you're doing no I don't know what I'm doing but I'm making money and learning <laughs> so I'm okay well as long as they're I guess it's it's awesome if they're giving you calls as long as you understand why the calls are being made yeah I wanna because if you don't know if you don't know the method then when there he's not around yeah where are you getting your calls from, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's that's the whole thing. I think it's um, it's kind of a learn while you earn. And it's um, one thing that we do, which is really not traditional with options. And I was reading it yesterday. Is it's un, I think it's uncovered. Is that what it's called? Um, yeah, you're buying or selling uncovered. You got to talk in your mic, bud. You're buying or selling uncovered puts and calls. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's very kind of aggressive, but it seems to work out. Typically, when we'll put in a a call, we'll have a put insurance option too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's mainly, and it's actually, may, I've made money on all uh, the insurances. Um, and a lot of that, and I think I'm still trying to learn um, just, I mean, honestly, I'm getting, like, because we're following these same stocks that it's like i've i've been following them so you i am kind of getting i'm starting to see like the pattern of the ebbs and flows and everything so but it's still i need to get better at charting and figuring that stuff out yeah absolutely it's a journey yeah yeah Yeah. it's a um it's not a it's not a sprint no but i'm up so i feel happy about that so my my education's paying for itself and it's profitable um so that's that's been it so right now I have some calls on AMD, which uh, is not doing well. That was that was one that when Trump talked, it really just kind of fucked up. And uh, I have two calls on Snap, so one on 17 and one on 18, 18 bucks, both six six weeks out, or two on 18. That I I took my insurance money that I made off the put, and I bought another call. Mm-hmm. So. That's just kind of it. I mean, I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm having fun. Snap is Snapchat? Yeah, Snapchat. Snapchat. So apparently their usage is still going well and everything else like that. So it's, it's, looks like it's going to go up. So, and then uh, today they announced the uh, job creation. And so they announced that there's a lot more jobs that came oh, out. Oh, the unemployment uh, numbers came out. Yeah. Today, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was good news, apparently. It was? Okay, I didn't I didn't look at it, but I, I thought they were today. Yeah, so that was today, and then tonight something else is supposed to be announced. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, I'm having fun. Good. I mean, it's, it's what counts as long as you're not losing a lot of money and... I lost uh, learning, yeah. which is which is good, right? Yeah, yeah. At least fifty percent of the traders out there would would yeah. rather be in your shoes. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Damon, Damon, Damon has some updates. Jess, do you have any updates? No, I think we should go to the guys that are trading. <laughs> 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 you're you're the best chartist in the room. I love it. Uh, so yeah, apiary. Um, it was about five weeks ago. I had my best trade ever on the pound Aussie. I saw it and I totally caught the spring for like, it was like a 242 pip move and I caught like nice. 80% of it. Um, 
And then I've had, uh, well, let me back up. So I was right at the point of, um, I only had like seven, eight, nine days left until I was eligible for a funding increase. And my stats were all on, on point after this huge trade. So we just uh, sat and waited for that 90-day window to hit. And it's a, it's a, it's a 90-day moving window on the very last day like uh, one of those stats dropped off because trades of you know now over 90 days were dropping off. I think it was like wins versus losses. Uh like I I was like 3 wins shy. Uh so I, so after that point, um I've had 4 weeks in the negative. <laughs> so wait, wasn't there weren't, so you were like tried to make a couple trades real quick to like get to the level, right? Cuz you thought if I just make like one or two winning trades and I'll get over the hump and then you made, they both ended up losing and you tried to make up for it and then yeah. you lost more and more and more. Like I'm not a scalper, right? Um, you know, I could have mm-hmm. tried to do like a scalp and get it in there. The the problem is um Every time, every time I try to do a little shortcut and like work the system, right. like some other statistic <laughs> gets messed up. So I, so I didn't want <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I, I figured like I I can probably do this um, scalping, but I'm not a scalper. But I, I I figured it would mess up my average win because right. they also measure your average win versus your average loss. So I didn't do it. I was like, if I'm gonna mm. s- if I'm gonna screw it up, I'm gonna screw it up. And and but the, the subsequent losses though. have screwed it up enough. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what's interesting is um, so like. Like that first week, I had like a negative 2.7% return. Like the next two weeks, it was like a negative half a percent. And then like this last week, I had a negative like 1% return. But the account is only like 2% off of the funding level. And um, like, like I forget the exact number, but like 35 out of, out of, out of like my last 40 orders, like 35 of them lost. Hmm. But... Um, I still have every other statistical measure according to apiary. I have positive expectancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but your hit rate is so you're, yeah. So you're like entering it where they want you to be entering, but the market's just not moving how you thought it was going to. Yeah, or, there's been basically. Yeah, there's been like um, everything leading up to it pointed to this is a good entry, and they agreed. But then it's just not continuing or whatever. Yeah, like like I feel like my charting is just is just really taken off. Like I'm really confident in my charting. Um, and I'm 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 pretty certain. Uh, well, th- there was a few weeks of kind of chop of like the trade. You know, I'd put these trades on, but then the the currency pair would just chop. Um, and I feel like I'm really good at not losing the money. Yeah, I was gonna say, and you must be like getting <laughs> yeah. out of these trades quickly enough that they're like, okay, we can, we're not worried yeah. this guy losing a bunch on a trade. Yeah. Right? So like. So yeah. Uh, I, I just need to figure out how to well. like you know make some income. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> And, well, and as, you, the as idea as, is, if you, if they know it's a good method, then over time it should start averaging out in your favor. Yeah, I only need uh, I know only need about two or three good trades a week to get like a two percent return per trade. Like I, I typically risk two percent of the account on a trade. Uh, you know, two or three of those a week, bringing in you know like like basically a, a trade. If it wins, it'll make like four to seven percent. Um, you know, like one good trade that makes six or seven percent, or two or three trades that make like two percent return. And I can, I, my goal is to hit uh, a five percent weekly return, forty weeks out of the year. That's the goal. And so far this year, we've had like two or three weeks where we go over five percent for the week. Right. So yeah, still plugging along. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. You're still up. Yeah, I I haven't the, the account at the moment is uh 96% of funding level. I'm like 4% off. Okay. So, so it's just 
two or three trades away. Yeah, two or three good point. trades. We'll get in there. Yeah, yeah. and it's, um, yeah, yeah. Like, like a part of me is like, well, what the heck? You know, four negative weeks in a row. I, you know, and and, and my style of trading, like I'm only, you know, at, at at my most productive, I'll only do about ten trades a week, which is at some point in the future. Like I'm being really selective. We're charting, you know, we chart nineteen currency pairs, and we do like maybe five or six trades uh between tuesday and thursday uh, that's not bad i mean really so it, it, you could do one trade a day and be yeah set, honestly. yeah um, oh but yeah, yeah it literally just takes one trade a day so i mean yeah you know i mean I, I, i'm real quantity. selective yeah exactly. and and, and i'm good. you know and, and so so like when i put a trade on like you know I'm in love with my chart, but then right. it just it just like this week, like it was structured for the pounds to go up, mm -hmm. and you know I put a whole I put two orders on like Tuesday night. It was all entry orders, none of it hit. The pound went down a little bit, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. How's how's Brexit and uh, eurozone stuff? How's that affecting your trading right now? Well, the pound is just like up and down, up and down a lot. Like it's day by day. There's something fundamental that happens that's screwy. Um, you know, my opinion on this whole affair is uh, that it's that it's all overplayed. Uh, you, you know, Great Britain is like the fifth largest economy on the planet. They speak English. Like like they do not need the eurozone, but that's not what the market thinks. Like it it just keeps going down and it, it appears that the powers that be want great britain to stay in the eurozone and so there's a little bit of punishment maybe going on uh in terms of the pound currency pairs um it, the pound is more volatile right now and um should give you know, more entries though yeah mm -hmm. it it i i've missed most of what i wanted to get on it but uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i still prefer the pound pairs like like the yeah. the euro pairs just just always seem to buck me like like i think i think the euro aussie wants to marry me but she does not want to even take my calls <laughs> <laughs> i put bets on that euro aussie and i'm like oh it's perfect i got it and then like you know yeah <laughs> right 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 <laughs> have to go look in the spreadsheets to see what's actually going on right so that's good but yeah nice. Well, we, now we have this whole, we got like 20 minutes, 25 minutes now for Jeremy to tell us about why he left currency trading, uh, getting kicked out of a Discord group if he wants to talk about it. Uh, you know, Jeremy, you know, when we first met, you didn't even own cryptocurrency. Next thing I know, you're buying a bunch of cryptocurrency. Next thing I know, you're trading cryptocurrency. Then you're like, crypto's dead. I'm going into Forex, you know, there's money to be made. Join a Forex, you can start a Forex account. And then the last time we talked, I don't even do that anymore. It's all futures. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much been my journey. <laughs> <laughs> um, Over a year and a half about. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it's um, it's been very impressive. Yeah, I'm glad I started with crypto because it kind of got my feet wet a lot into the trading world because before that, my assumption was you needed, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars to open an account because, you know, that's just how it's set up, right? You need, like, for TD Ameritrade to trade, like, futures, you need, like, $10,000 in your account, right? And that's just, I don't have that laying around to possibly lose, right? But with crypto, you could start with $100 or $10 or, you know, whatever you wanted, right? So that was really nice to get in, you know, on the poor man's and 
because I started with buying Bitcoin at just like I'd buy like a hundred dollars a month or two hundred dollars a week or something just slowly, and then I started getting more into charting and yeah, it's always interested me, but I just thought it was something that was just made you know all the the big financial advisors and the rich people of the world were kind of hoarding all the knowledge and stuff, but now you know it's the internet's vastly improved and you know there's all kinds of information so i went from learning how you know trading with indicators to learning how to just look at the chart by itself and trade from that and that's what i'm currently still doing and yeah i started with a uh, crypto then went to forex because i liked that the markets were you know all day long and there were different pairs whereas you know mainly when you're trading crypto you're always worried about what bitcoin's doing it doesn't matter what coin you're trading. If Bitcoin's tanking, it's tanking. And with crypto, um, unless you're trading on like BitMEX, which is not allowed for U.S.-based customers, you can't short. You can't short a coin like ADA coin. You can't short it. You can only buy it, right? Which is really bad for trading because you you have very you're very limited on the your entries because, for instance, like on a stock or whatever, you can short it or long it. You can catch both sides of the move. Yeah. And I didn't like that. And I knew, I found out with Forex, you could start with as little as like a thousand bucks if you wanted or $500, you know? So I went with Forex because the different pairs allowed me to say, okay, the dollar may be tanking, but there's another pair, you know, the yen, Swiss franc or something that's completely different. I'm not based, I'm not worried about what one kind of instrument is doing. So I, that's why I like Forex, um, and it worked. I mean, I, I, my Forex account, when I stopped it, I was a little bit below break-even. I think I lost like 100 bucks on it. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't much, but it was a good learning experience because I was trying to build up into trading futures. The reason why I went to futures is they came out with micro-contracts. So you're, a micro-contract is one-tenth the size of a mini-contract, right? So then... Explain, it, explain what a full contract is, a mini and a... So, like, a full, a full contract, it would be, like, you know, say a full contract to buy one contract of, like, gold is, like, um, $3,000, right? Where, a, a, you know, a micro, you can you can buy a contract. I think it's, like, 80 bucks for a contract. But, like, for profit-wise, like, if you're buying a mini contract in gold, every tick in price is $10. $10 one way, $10 the other way, right? Whereas on a micro, it's $1 because it's one-tenth the size. So, um, you know, for like uh, my con my micro contracts, it's like $50 for NQ, and I think gold is like 80 I think. So it's a lot. If You can get in with it less money and still play with the big boys because they move the same. The micros move the same price as the minis. So it's uh, you know, it's just much – now that they opened those up, it's a lot more – it's a lot easier for just everyday people to, you know, get their toes wet and yeah. not lose a whole lot of money, you know what I mean? Like, you could lose. You could if you wanted to, but if you, you know, if you're using proper risk management, then, you know, you could lose 20, 30 bucks on a trade and be comfortable, whereas if you're on the flip side, that's $300, which is a lot of money to a lot of people, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, now I'm trying to get funded with a prop firm, which is similar to what Damon was doing. Fapier. You go through their, you know, you go through their kind of gauntlet style of trading and um, proving to them that you do know what you're doing, you can be profitable, and then they give you 
an account with real money in it and you trade and then you do a profit sharing split on that. So that's what I'm currently doing, yeah. So mainly you're 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 for the majority doing paper trading right now on the um, so I have two I have I have a funded account. So I so every trade that I do on my simulated account, I do on my real account. Okay. So I I make money or lose money. Okay. Along with the simulated, which will hopefully turn into a funded account. And then you'll just get free money to trade with. Yeah, they give you a funded account, and the first $5,000 in profit, you get to keep all to yourself. And then after that, it's an 80-20 split where they keep 20% of it. That's pretty good. Yeah. And so really after, I think they start you out with like a $100,000 account, and then basically um, they you can't go below that 100 once you get above you 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 win your first five thousand basically, and then they cut you off, so they're they're gonna lose money. So what's um what is like the main like what do you what do you like to trade futures wise? What are you what do you have go tos that you mainly follow? Like you were talking about. Yeah, there's three instruments I trade: oil, uh, crude oil, gold, and the Nasdaq, the NQ Mini, and that's it. Just three three products, but. I mean, as volatile as they are and as heavily traded as they are, you know, you really only need one product. But um, I, I like to trade the others because, like, gold is more slow-moving a lot of times. So when, when like, oil is kind of slow or dead, gold may be doing something opposite. So you know, it's always to have nice to have a backup plan. And so do you... Um do, do you want to get into the, the drama that was in the... the in your trading courses? Uh no, not too much. It's uh <laughs> <laughs> it's not Yeah, it's probably not not a lot of value into that, no. but um <laughs> I have my own group that we're very, very Do you want to plug in. your group? I mean yeah. you, it's grown quite a bit before um, we were one of eight members and now you're up to like thirty and Yeah, we have about thirty. Um yeah, we, we, we put have a, a link in the show notes. No, it's it's private only. We're pretty we, we heavily monitor who we bring in um just for a lot of reasons so yeah. it's, it's private yeah but yeah we do a morning call uh, we used to have about 10 15 people in there every morning and we're constantly going through the charts calling out areas to buy or sell and having fun joking around i mean just bullshitting around there that's cool yeah we do that in a uh, options gang with telegram yeah. so we're in yeah, telegram yeah. and we'll go through Every morning, um, there's like a there's like an education thread mm-hmm. that only Carl posts in, and then he'll post like a part for news or like stuff that he's reading, yeah. and following, and then um, plays that he's gonna make. And then there's like a bigger chart. There's a crypto group and a real estate group. Yeah, so yeah that's kind of we have it set up. We have crypto channel, forex, and then futures, and we actually have a a bot that gives us every tweet that Trump sends out. So we're always following what the big man's doing. <laughs> so, so you mentioned um, you've been using tick charts re- more recently instead of yeah. time-based charts. Yeah, Can yeah, you yeah. Uh, explain a little bit of what that means and yeah, 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 why it's an advantage over the time-based charts? Yeah, so with, a, so with a time-based chart, every bar that you see on the chart is formed after the time period you're looking at. So if you're looking at a five-minute chart, Every single bar, red or green or whatever other color you decide to use, is what was the action that was made in that five minutes. And so with a tick chart, it gives you the you can go by the number of contracts that were sold. So you can go to 
you know, as low as like a 70 tick. So instead of every bar being based off of a time period, it's based off of how much was bought and sold. So every time 70 contracts get bought or sold, a new bar gets formed. Exactly, yeah. And it's rather, and it's going to be red or green depending on if it was more buying or selling and during as, that bar. And, and, during, and as it's getting bought and sold and that within that 70 contracts, that bar is moving up and down just like... Exactly, yeah. And you can, bar. yeah, if you look at like, if you compare like a five-minute chart to like a 400-tick chart, mm-hmm. you can see a whole bunch of movement on the 400-tick and hardly none on the five-minute because they're so, you know, it, it could take, you know... It could take ten seconds for using 400. the time and sales information at all. You know what I'm talking about? How they actual like the actual when you the contracts are bond sold and the price are using bond sold at like every time it you're using any sort of information like that or using just the chart? No, just the chart. Yeah, okay. yeah. What you see is 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 all is on the chart. Yeah, okay. just the bars. Right. Um, the advantage over the tick charts is you get a lot more look into what's really going on. You know, you're really get digging more deep into details of if you're just basing off of a five-minute, you're missing a whole lot of action. Um, whereas the tick chart, you can see the structure, especially for int- well, for intraday trading, so, um, like scalps and stuff like that, you can really see the picture being painted. But if you want to go more like long-term, then you look at like the other the time-based charts. Interesting. So when you're doing... Um contracts of futures mm-hmm. you prefer the tick charts because of like it's like a specific reason like it's your time frame you're trying to get in and out within you're just, yeah yeah so exactly. you're just trying to make a quick yeah. buy and sell yeah so with the method we use um i can say this much is you never hold overnight no okay. well we very very rarely okay. um so basically if you you know, if it, most people about that know trading, they know you're trending up or trending down. Very basic stuff, right? Your price is either going up or price is going down, right? Yeah. Um, and the only time we're looking for a, any type of position that's not a scalp is if it's on the top or bottom end of that trend, where trend is about to reverse. Anything in the middle of that is only a scalp. Um, and the thing about contracts is, just like, for instance, with Forex, I could put on three contracts and then when I hit my first profit target, I can take off two and then leave one to a lottery ticket, yeah. you know, and put my stop at break even. So I'm 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 playing with house money at that point. Right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, every trade is a scalp unless we're at the bigger target. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All of our trades are four to six weeks. For the most part, yeah, yeah, those are going to be your big swing type. So yeah, yeah. you don't need no need for a tick chart for you. No, yeah, no, there's yeah. no point in it. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's a totally different thing. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's the thing I like about trading is there's so many methods to trade. There's so many ways to trade. There's um so many things you can trade that, I mean, yeah, that's why it's. The market is what it is. You have people that are seeing different things on different time periods. So, like, with me trading on a tick chart, I'm running into people that are only trading on a 30-minute chart or a two-hour chart. You know, so there's just so much interaction that makes... Do you look at those time-based charts still yes. to see where big levels are? Yeah, so typically every morning we start out with, like, the daily and then go down to the four-hour to the one-hour because those are still valid level price levels that you can find. And a lot of times... If we see prices coming into a, a spot like on a 30-minute chart that we like, that's probably going to be respected pretty well because it's a higher time. Um, the tick charts is more about getting the in-and-out scalps and um, real quick trades. 
And you just had your biggest trade ever. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we uh, we were watching oil yesterday. Um, well, it's, the preface was it sold off super hard when Bolton got fired the day before. Yeah, yeah, they had oil inventories. Um, so we've been watching it on what's today Thursday. Yeah, we were watching it on uh, the day before for the inventories, and we knew what yeah. we wanted. Um, and then it played out, and yeah, we hit the top, and it sold off like instantly. And um, it was a huge trade, like big. So, yeah, it was the biggest one I had. So, f- really interesting to see it live play out, you know. Absolutely. And I only got the the thing that killed me was there was two prices we were looking at. The we we caught the very top of it, and I had another trade a few ticks above it, and I only got filled on one. So if it, if I got in on two contracts, I would have made double the money, which was insane. But yeah, it was it was really really nice to see it play out. Cool. Um, Always good when you get some external validation from the market. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not completely yeah. clueless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jess, is there, there's no trades you're making right now. Nothing. Um, no, like a ten bucks, twenty buck lottery ticket on Robinhood every once in a while, but. No, not really trading. I only have like two hundred bucks in the account on Robinhood at the moment. Yeah, well, with two hundred bucks in Robinhood, is that? I mean, can you do quite a bit with? I mean, excuse me, yeah. with that. I, mean, I could buy lots of penny options. Oh, you can. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I've never looked in the Robinhood, so I don't know how how it no, worked. Yeah, or you can I, buy as little. It could buy. It could buy like one one dollar stock, and it'd be okay. No, yeah, no yeah. commission. Okay, and get a dollar stock. I got a free stock from yeah. uh, Robinhood. I yeah, got well, my yeah, dad give, to set up an account. They give every new customer free. Like, some Asian, free stream, some Chinese streaming service. If you so get lucky, they'll give you an Apple share, but nobody ever gets that. Uh, yeah, they tell you you could give Facebook or Apple. I've heard that you. I've heard like I've heard commercials like, like sign for Robinhood to get a free Apple share. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. there's no way they're giving everyone shares of no, Apple. No, I, most people get. I got a share of Snap at five. So it's like a lottery. You you get put into a lottery and you get whatever stock. It's something random. I'm not skewed towards a lot of the unicorn stocks they're giving away. Okay. Yeah, I got. What is the one that gets? Me. I, actually, I got I've do been you the market very closely just not making any trades yeah do you international holdings so so far they gave it to me is worth like eight bucks now it's 979 yeah and i'm just holding on to it because i don't know what else to do with it i don't uh i don't really like the buy and hold stock thing my buddy um, i don't either uh, it's it's a scam i talked to my buddy he he like will just like take a bunch of money and he'll he he doesn't even chart anything because when I he started he didn't have it and he'll like he'll just take a bunch of money and if he knows it's gonna bump up like three bucks because they're talking about it on TV or something yeah, like yeah. that so that's what he'll do he'll buy a stock they talk about it and then it goes up I, I see I've had this theory and this is my complete opinion that probably is completely wrong but I feel like once computers started being heavily used for trading buy and hold. It was is invalidated altogether. Yeah, because um, it it opened the market up to so many people and computer programs. Unless you've bought it any time in history and have um, held until now. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. Unless you got in thirty years no, ago. No, no, I said any time in history, the market's literally at all time highs right now. So you could have bought it any time. Oh, held right, right, right. Until yeah, now, yeah. And you would have made money. Yeah. So I, don't I, think I just feel like I it's, don't uh, think it's bullshit. It's it's a scam. I, I feel like I definitely have to disagree wholeheartedly <laughs> on that. <laughs> Um, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, like, I know, I mean, technology's definitely changed it. Like, Robinhood is basically, when you when you purchase something through Robinhood, they have a contract with high-frequency traders, mm-hmm. and they'll, yeah. they'll get it 
So they they make like a fraction of something on every single. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Um, I like Robin Hood so far. It is kind of weird to where I'll I'll say to sell something and then it it doesn't always sell. You should always be setting limit orders with Robin. Hood. Yeah, never mark it in. Because you're going to get a bad you're, price. They're going to give you the worst possible price, yeah. especially on Robinhood. Robinhood is selling all of their trading data to the bots so they can scalp you and fuck you. Yeah, and the, you don't know what, the sp- I mean, I don't, I don't know what the spread is, but I'm pretty sure it's not good. Yeah, it depends, especially if you're, the options you're buying don't have a good spread on them. Like, I haven't yeah. seen which ones you're buying. Right, yeah. If there's not like a two or three penny spread at the at, at the worst, then you probably shouldn't be buying or selling it unless you're yeah. selling a limit order. Right. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean limit orders I'm like what the hell are you talking about so like about? with a limit order you can look at a pull chart up, pull up your current option information on Robinhood um, okay. you can see the spread on, on Robinhood um, okay pull up your, your current one that you're holding let's see I got a few or whatever one that you, it'll show it for all of them okay and it'll show you the spread. It's the, the the difference between the buy and the sell, current buy and sell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit more in your microphone, Jess. Okay, so the buy and the sell. Okay, here you go. So we're looking at X. So U.S. Steel, right? It's just down. I think you just scroll up. Here we go. Yeah, right. Okay, so this one is a good. U.S. Steel, obviously, is very liquid, so there's only a penny spread on Yeah, it shouldn't one, be very so much. Well, let's see. AMD. Well, let's see. Snap might be the, lo- the widest. That's a three cent spread. So I mean, that's not too bad. Not, they're not bad. So there's probably a reason why and Carl they're, they're is probably, picking well those. Well, I'm sure he he understands that. Yeah. And he's picking ones that aren't too far out of the money, so that the spreads aren't going to be. That but yeah, bad. like there's a three cent spread on that. But just imagine if it was seventy cents. Right. Oh there's yeah. A, there's lots of yeah. You, you know. I see what you mean. Yeah. But, that, but you AMD. should be your buy when you set a buy order. You should be a, a limit buy. Yeah. And then you set the most you would want to pay for that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it so will that say way. that. Yeah. But but it's not the default option in Robinhood. You have to go to order types at the top when you're doing it. And it has all the types, and you have to choose the limit order. I think I've been doing that. Oh no way! I made market f- orders the default. Made four dollars and eighty cents today, guys, with Fitbit. There now you go. I, I might make some of my money back. Um, yeah. So yeah. So that that makes sense. So I'll take some snaps of. I'll I'll put a screenshot in the show notes so we, people can see what we're talking about. Um. Okay. Cool. So we're not going to talk about how Trump hates the Federal Reserve president. And we can talk about w- that. I'm just okay with that. Yesterday that he wants us to have negative rates. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. I don't. Well, he, he is very public about his yeah. <laughs> hate for the Federal it's Reserve. Kind of uh, unprecedented. To say yes. We do. You guys also want to talk about the uh, the one <laughs> the article I sent you all about? Uh, who is it that's tracking CNBC is tracking? The tweeting of Donald Trump or Jamie Dimon yeah, is the full Fefe index. Yeah, what do you guys think of that? It's, it's playoff Fefe. Yeah, that, oh, that okay. he had, and then volat- yeah. volatility. So vol Fefe index. JP Morgan created it uh, to, to, okay. to show like how much the market moves after each tweet. After each tweet, huh? Yeah, I don't. I, I, I'm 
You sent this link, Drew? I'm not aware of this story. Yeah, it's in the, yeah, it was, it's in the it was, email. It was covered extensively in the f- financial Twitterverse the past few days. Mm. Yeah, I heard some whispers about it, but I didn't look into yeah. it. Cause I, don't, I mean, I don't think it's really anything that a layman could trade off. I just thought it was funny. It's yeah. something they're using on the desk in J.P. Morgan. It's just another thing he's going to brag about eventually. It's like a marketing thing, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think of... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think that I kind of covered it. I wanted to get into what uh, right. Jeremy was doing. Uh, I guess you, Damon, and I could make a bet. Yeah. Do it. What did you want to bet on? I had an idea that we actually like all decide to actually make a trade or something. Well, we, we talked about that. I think before we've ever made the first bet, we talked about having some sort of contest. But then we could yeah. decide on what, like. Because Damon's trading his. Yeah, it needs to be an instrument like that's c- somewhat common to yeah. all three I mean, of you guys. If we were to have a contest, we could say, like, we all have a Robinhood account. We all start with $200. There you go. Yeah, and yeah. And whoever has the m- makes the most at the end of two or three months or whatever. But I don't know if Damon even wants to get on Robinhood or not. We could all invite him and give him a free stock, and we'll get a free stock, too. That's true. That's not <laughs> a bad idea. You guys have a little actual, like, you know. Well, see, we'll see where the person. Yeah, I'd, we were I'd, I'd be happy to put two hundred bucks in there and and just go for it. You know, my 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 gut instinct tells me that I well, I definitely don't have the time to <laughs> to to <laughs> do this Robinhood equities stuff. But uh, you can trade options on there. But but yeah. I just I just ran the numbers really quick, and um, if I take like one percent of my time that I devote to trading and put that into Robinhood. I'll be doing like double or triple the amount of time that Drew puts into his research. So maybe maybe I should. So Shots the invitation. fired. Shots You're fired. You have an inherent advantage. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, I'm okay. I've I'm been okay wanting to get that. into options uh, for a while now, but it's just like uh, I, I st- you know. It, my charting has gotten really good, but it takes a lot of time. Well, the dollar has so yeah. yeah. been super strong the entire time we've been doing these trade casts, as I've said from the beginning. So we could maybe bet, you guys should pick a pair that's not based on dollar. Then yeah, I mean do like a the, uh, the Aussie, the Aussie, uh, the yen Aussie is super. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, do something of, like that. Uh, do some exotic pair. The yen Aussie is very popular for traders to look at. So yeah, I, there you I, go. I, I, look, I, I like track, that idea. I keep track of that one a lot. I have some good levels drawn on it. Oh no! Don't pick that pair then. <laughs> don't. <laughs> He's showing his hand over here. It was the one I showed you like a few yeah. weeks ago. I was like, if you go short right now, you could make like do your like whole year's uh, salary. <laughs> and I showed it to you like two weeks later. I was like, should have taken that trade. Bro. <laughs> I wish like I had a forex um, account. How about like a CAD pair? Yeah, then it's all based on oil. Yeah, you UCAD um, is a lot like the the U chief. Do a do a Swiss it, front um, pair. Swiss well, the 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 Swiss franc uh, basically just tracks the dollar index pretty like pretty like, heavily. Yeah, because Swiss francs pegged. To All right, peso dollar, it is. Right? Yeah, peso. Yeah, do the peso. <laughs> no, g- uh, give me an invitation. I'll hop into Robinhood and oh, right. okay. Throw darts at the dartboard I with mean, you we guys. Can, we, we can say we can say start at fifty dollars. I mean, I don't know how we could do it since we already have accounts. But yeah. Um, we could just I have we say you have to make at least five trades over the course of two months and then. Yeah, there whoever you go. makes the most on those five. On trades. those five, yeah, that works for me. I think I've got. Uh, but but w- when you make when you make a trade that you want included in those five trades, you have to send out your entry and like your actual like information about you know when you went in, so we know you're not just. Yes, like, you got to talk yeah. to your mic, buddy. Yeah, so, so it's timestamped, yeah. so you can see. So yeah, so you're saying, you so you can make more than five trades in the two months if you want, but when you want the trade to be included, you have to send it route at your entry, so you're not like picking your winners only. Yeah, or maybe if you know you're going to take it, 
send out the email before because yeah. you're going to you well, should I, be I limiting. I think we need, we need a screenshot of the entry and like yeah. that you've taken the trade at that time. Right. Yeah. 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 I like it. Have some auditing in there. Yeah. Because otherwise you could just be making a bunch of trades and picking your winners. That's right. Yeah. So we don't want that in our bed. We, uh, yeah. <laughs> Integrity only. <laughs> that sounds good to me. I mean, yeah. I, yeah I, I won't. I can't wait to see how this. I won't out. be putting but say, in a lot of say, trades. Say, say, uh, but but uh, the, the one that we should make the. Um, Max of fifty dollars for any one trade, so that would be, that makes it a little more okay. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't it go makes all it so in like, one. It makes it so like you don't feel obligated to be like trading a hundred dollars because Drew's trading like options that are like two hundred bucks yeah. a piece, mm. and so that makes it harder for you if you don't want to be involved with. He so he has inherent advantage there because he's doubling that on some trade and he makes two hundred yeah. bucks. Where if you don't want to get involved that deeply with Robinhood, then we should keep it a little smaller. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Let's say with the and that way too, I can't just rely on Carl's picks. And yeah, you have to find some smaller because yeah. <laughs> he does mostly in that range. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, is there uh, is so there a way to, to measure it like in terms of uh, not in terms of dollars, but something else like percentage. Just percentage return on the account? All right. or we could do that. Yeah. For those yeah. five trades, the b- the best. Yeah, but percentage. wouldn't that skew it if your account is already over the minimum you guys are starting in? No, I mean, we're just just counting yeah. out those trades. So we'll if it's a trade, those five trades oh, okay. out and then okay. average those five trades percentage wise. Right. Okay. That sounds good. Jeremy, do you want to get in on it, too? Uh, yeah. If you want to get uh, on Robin no, Hood. I, I, <laughs> you, like, you know what? I'm, do Robin I'm Hood? focused on the real money here. Yeah, I, don't ha- I really don't have the time between <laughs> a full-time <laughs> job <laughs> and trading. I, and uh, moving. And moving, yeah. My, my plan is to give it an hour a week. Yeah. An hour a week? Yeah. So what do you want to say? You, we have until the end of the year to make our to, to enter trades. And they can that sounds be, good. And they can be – they can – they can finish after the year's up. So what if, like, one trade, I get, like, a 1,000% on it? Then you, you should close it and yeah, put it as one of no, the... No, 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 that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you like, should uh, yeah, 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 yeah. make a withdrawal very soon. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing, like, like our top five trades. Yeah. You just have to no, we have to submit them. Yeah, so yeah, you'll yeah, pick... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you think, like, this is going to be money, baby. It's like calling a, a shot yeah. in a uh, in pool. Yeah. Yeah. You guys should really work on um, teaching Drew risk management. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not good with risk management. That's why I started a business <laughs> and moved in a stranger from uh, <laughs> from Connecticut. Just just throwing that out there. Yeah, risk I'm not. Might be something you have to learn by trial and error by risks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no problem running my head through a wall to learn a lesson. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Check out a link. Check out the show notes. Um, we'll have some updates here on our bet by the end of the year. Yeah. We'll yeah. have another show here soon. Now yeah. it's just three people. We'll have to find somebody else maybe. Jeremy's, maybe my friend Chuck. Damon, to. you want to say something? I was going to say uh, uh, plug proactraders.com. Mm. They have an open house right do now. Do. Hey, That's actually, do you want me to put a link in the show notes for your referral link? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'll put one in for Carl and Jess doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. We'll just put Jeff's emails, Jess's emails, so people talk to him, and he can <laughs> no. go, he can make stock picks <laughs> for him. Strangers talking mm, to him. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Go while the going is good, knowing when to leave may be the smartest thing that anyone can learn. Go. I'm afraid my heart isn't very smart Fly while you still have your wings Knowing when to leave won't ever let you reach the point of no return Fly, 